Okay, thanks for joining me tonight, and uh, this is now the Psychology Report, and tonight our topic is that of anger. You know, anger is uh, a strong emotion. It's one of the most dominant emotions we have, and it promotes some of the strongest behavior patterns known to man. Murder is generated out of anger. Rape generated out of anger, the drive for hunger, the drive for power, the drive for uh, overwhelming strength and position and authority and to be on top of the pile is motivated by anger. Good football players often motivated under anger, sometimes anger under control though, but still anger. Anger is one of the strong emotions of mankind, one of the most prevalent emotions of mankind, and the one that gets us into trouble, gets us trouble in our marriages, gets us trouble in our relationships at school with our teachers, with our peers, gets us in trouble at work with our fellow employees, with our supervisors, our managers, our bosses, it gets us in trouble just in many, many different kind of ways, and when we have anger, we have the potential for things to get out of control and that we not only get out of control ourselves but we promote others getting out of control domestic violence is a good example of that one person becomes angry and then it acts and reacts and then the other person gets angry and acts and reacts and before you know it, we have a domestic violent dispute and a great fight you on our hands so anger is really a uh, an emotion that uh, needs careful consideration careful control, careful management. Now, anger is a natural emotion. It's not to be necessarily seen as a bad thing. It's how we express our anger. It's how we manifest our anger. It's what we do with anger. Anger is just an emotion. Sure, it motivates and it empowers us and drives us to do certain things. But we can control what we do. We can control how we act. We can control how we overpower any given situation. And keep it in the moderate range. See, moderate anger is probably good. Mild anger, anger is probably good. It motivates, gives us a drive, gives us determination, gives us competitiveness to take on the challenge. But excessive anger is generally anger that's out of control, that is destructive, that is hurtful, that is just unmanageable for us and for anybody who is trying to manage us and our anger. In other words, it just leads to more and more violence and destruction. So, when you think about anger, the best thing to do is to put on a 10-point scale. You know, rage is probably a 10. And uh, fierce is probably a 9. Anger is probably an 8 or maybe a 7. Then you get into kind of frustration you get into the irritation levels, which are down like maybe two and three and four on a ten-point scale. Just being bothered is probably like a one or two on a ten-point scale. But they're all kind of part of anger. It's mild, mild anger is, and all the way up to excessive levels of anger when on a ten-point scale. So take a look at where you are generally in anger. Where are you right now on your anger scale at this very moment in time? Give yourself a number. Are you at rage? That's 10, 9, or 10. 
Are you irritability? That's gonna be two or three. You know, where are you on a on the anger scale right now? Where were you last night? Where were you yesterday? Where were you last weekend? Where are you going to be tomorrow? Uh, what do you think the situation is going to be later on today? See, keep monitoring the number that you are in the anger scale. Just keep that's a good way to monitor it. It's a good way to keep it under control. Because when you're over five and over six and over seven, you're pushing your luck. And something is likely to happen. When you hit number seven, you're likely to get into trouble. Certainly if you have eight or nine, you really are going to get into trouble. So we want to keep our anger levels down. So it's good to monitor it periodically and regularly during the day and from time to time and just to see where we are. Because when it gets up to higher levels, trouble is likely to take place and you need to back it off and calm it down and just keep it under control. Now, how do you do that? It's easy to say, but it's hard to do. Well, one way is to keep monitoring it on a 10-point scale. That's one way to manage your anger. In other words, take some time out. When your anger is up to 6, 7, you better take some time out because it might increase up to 8 or 9. So slow it down and take, take, take some time out. Maybe take a couple, go for a long walk. Go swimming. You know, maybe take a nap. Uh, go by yourself somewhere and just kind of meditate and read and pray or just talk to yourself and just kind of be alone for a while. But take some time out so that you have a chance to diffuse your anger and get a better grip on it. You see? So take a breather, such as a walk. Also, you want to make sure that you don't express your anger when you're mad, but not until you feel calm. But, you know, when I say express yourself to anger, you may want to talk to the person towards whom you're angry. You may want to, but you may not want to. Maybe you're not ready for that. But you may want to talk to a third party. Talk to somebody else about the situation and about your anger and how you feel the way you feel and why you feel that way. Just share it with somebody. Sometimes it just helps you calm it down to know that you share it with somebody else. Somebody else knows about it, and they may give you a couple steps of advice or a way to handle it. It might be helpful. But talk to somebody about your anger. And usually you want to talk to a third party before you talk to the party with whom you have anger. Okay, so practice, practice relaxation skills. Take some deep breaths. Take a deep breath in. Hold it momentarily and then slowly exhale it to the count of five or six. And then do that about five or six times. Do that several times throughout the day. But just do some deep breathing relaxation exercises. Take a deep breath in, hold, and then slowly let it out. And when you slowly let it out, you're going to be taking the act of relaxation. Listen to some music that's relaxing. Write in your journal. This is when you journal. This is a good time to journal. To just write down what, what the frustrating situation was. Who the right frustrating person was or is. Um, what's the deal? What's the issue? What's the conflict? What's the difference of opinion? Just kind of spell it out in a journal. Write it out. That'd be very, very helpful you know, to you. Get yourself some relaxation. Get some relaxation music on, and then you start writing. Yeah, you may want to write a paragraph, or you may want to write four paragraphs. But just let your feelings and your emotions be expressed. Writing it out in a journal is kind of like talking to somebody. Do both. If you don't do one, do the other. Okay? But take some time to think about it. Kind of rehearse your statement. Rehearse your speech, so to speak. And then give some practice sessions to that so that you 
actually practice making your statement to the person that you are angry at. So when that opportunity comes, you'll know what to say and you know how to say it and you have it under control because you practiced it. Just don't go out and confront the angry situation or the person that made you angry. Just don't go out and confront right away. Make sure you're ready. Make sure you're under control. Make sure you know what the issues are and make sure you're ready to be able to debate or discuss and then talk, but not until then, okay? But don't let it go days and weeks and months because then you won't do anything at all. Sometimes when you're angry, you want to do a little exercise. You know, this is where the walking comes in. This is where kickboxing comes in. This is where uh, bicycling comes in. This is where swimming comes in. You know, this is where walking around the block comes in. Jogging comes in. You know, your treadmill. I mean, just get some extra, just get the adrenaline flowing. That will help you kind of handle that anger and confront the anger and then certainly confront the anger situation. But don't hold a grudge. Don't let it go for long periods of time with these negative feelings that you will never address and not address. Um, obviously, you want to work towards forgiveness. You want to work towards understanding. You want to work towards mutual uh, consideration and mutual forgiveness, mutual reconsideration. Sure. But don't hold a grudge. That's not the way to do it. Certainly in a marriage, it's not the way to do it. Anybody that you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, you don't want to hold a grudge. Uh, that's not going to be, you know, very helpful. So here's the kind of the formula. Learn what the anger is all about. You know, why are you angry? What are the circumstances? What are the situations? What are the, the what are the full terms of the situation about which you're angry? What's the context of it? Spell it out. Write it out or speak it to somebody. You know, recognize that you actually did become angry over the thing. And you are angry. But that you want to resolve that anger. You don't want to live with that anger. And then identify those situations that will continue to trigger the anger if you, if you keep it. If you don't do anything about it, you're going to walk around with that anger in you. What, what are the triggers? What are the things that are going to get you mad over <laughs> increasingly mad? And then you really will blow. And that's not going to be very helpful. So, you know, if, you have to, if you're mad, angry at somebody, you have to keep working with that person or seeing that person or live with that person. You know, something's going to happen sooner or later. So you got to get it taken care of. You want to be healthy. You want to be healthy. You want your anger to be resolved in a healthy way, in a positive way, in a honest way, in a cordial way, in a respectful way. You want to come out with a situation where you can deal with that person in the future. And you don't have to avoid that person in the future. So come to some level of agreement. You know, you may not resolve it totally, but you may resolve it, you know, 60%. You may resolve at 80%. You may resolve it at 15%. Any resolution will be better than nothing. But figure out the ways in which you can at least reduce your anger if you're not at all able to eliminate the anger from your life. Certainly reduce it and keep it under control and don't let it be a source of, of uh, discontent for you and certainly a source of potential danger, potential violence, potential out of control with you and other people, but certainly the person that has made you angry. You know, anger is usually a result of some situation that's unfair. You know, you've been betrayed. You've been hurt in some kind of way. It always has an underlying feeling of hurt. And acknowledge that. Sure, you've been hurt. But you know, sometimes you can overlook it. Sometimes you can get beyond it. Sometimes you can't, and you have to confront it in a real direct, you know, kind of way. So, good luck to you. You can do it.
and uh, take care of it. But don't live with anger. Live with the resolution of anger. Don't live with anger. Live with an anger that is going to be constructive and will motivate you and, and, and help you become a successful and achieving person, but not at the expense of somebody else, but in cooperation with other people, some of whom you used to be angry at. Get it behind you. It's kind of like the devil, you know, get it behind me, devil. Get thee behind me. And uh, that's what you have to do, resolve it and so it's behind you and you can look forward to a relationship that's going to be constructive and healthy and helpful. Okay, hey, good to talk to you. And um, this has been the Psychology Report. Go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. My book on Dr. Teach Me to Parent is a good book. And in there I talk about anger. Untying the knot of anger and resolving anger. A couple good chapters on anger control there. So if, you, if this is an issue for you, get a hold of my book, Dr. Teach Me a Parent. You get it from my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And uh, we certainly would enjoy uh, the opportunity to talk to you sometimes. If you'd like to give me a note, email, it's alangehedbergsbcglobal.net. Okay? Hey, good to talk. Bye for now.